0: Konnichiwa and welcome back to another episode of Japan Rugby Weekly. we a special one this week. I'm by myself in terms of hosting, but we have a very, very special guest, Mr. Sunwolves himself, Ed Quirk, joining us. So, uh, hopefully we'll make another goodie. Ikimashou! Welcome back to Japan Rugby Weekly. Um, like I said, I'm the only host on this week, but uh, we've got a very, very special guest on, Mr. Some some or Sorry, Mister Regular Lions. Now, uh, but Ed Girk, uh, thanks for joining us.
1: No worries, mate. It's um addition two of having me back on. So thanks for, for giving me the airtime to to come back on. It's been
0: a while. No, uh, you've been a, a fan favorite, and um, I think I said after the last one, oh, we'll make this a regular thing, and then it's uh, yeah, one year. And then round. I
1: sat at my computer every Wednesday waiting <laughs> for an email, and nothing came through. So I kept saying to the guys that are training, oh, "I'm busy on um." On Tuesday and Wednesday nights, so I just I'm doing sort of extracurricular rugby stuff and that, and you know, sat there, water ready, bit of food and that, and it slowly it didn't happen until today. So, but it's it's good we're back.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I thought it's like I uh, I don't know if this happens in Aussie, but in New Zealand uh, with the KFC, the hot and spicy uh, chicken, they bring it back in the towel burger and stuff. It's like a week every year, and they just never have it there full time. But it's it makes you want it more. So I think it's the same with. You coming on as well eh?
1: well that's it i think it's the um uncertainty and you know like the uh it just it caught me off guard today wanting to well, about to come on so it, um yes yeah, so, and similar to your KFC reference so i imagine that it really catches some of the big fellas off guard when they cruise through and the hot and spicy wings are there and off off we go so yeah it's yeah. oh, a very good analogy you've used for this
0: yeah cheers i've uh you know that's um one of my biggest strengths, especially as a guy who worked for six years at KFC uh, in Rotorua. so Shout out.
1: Jeez, hey, I know the um, I know the secrets for the gravy. So. Oh,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah, sad. sad.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, well, they don't have the gravy beer, so um, obviously that uh, tells you something. Maybe that's why Japanese people have the longest life expectancy in uh, the world.
1: Exactly right. You know, I think it's just that powdered gravy that the Aussies and Kiwis are having. <laughs>
0: Um, yeah, but hey,
1: yeah, might as well, you know, live truly than, you know, not live at all, so but,
0: uh, Yeah, you're uh, definitely on some. but um, yeah, obviously you, this is your second season with the Red regulions. Um But how has it been in Hiroshima? Um, your place looks a lot more furnished than last time we talked I think you were getting like a chair or something in a coffee machine last time And I'm pretty sure the actual conversation with the uh, driver was on the potty But um, yeah, how's life been down there?
1: that is that's a that's a good memory mate we um yeah i think you literally talked me through that muck up with the machine last time and and i was um heading outside or going to downstairs ready to throw hands with the um the espresso man so mate yeah since last time we talk it's it's fully furnished and ready to go i think when we did speak last time i had a little air mattress on the on the floor that i had to it would sort of slowly deflate every like 3 hours so jump up re pump you know go again so uh, mate, got, got it all here, as you can sort of see. I Got my couch and TV and fridge and everything's well and truly sort of uh, set up, and I've entrenched myself here. And, uh, mate, it's good. Second year here, it, it's good. Yeah, I've been able to sort of get a bit, of, have a bit more of a, a settled base here and, and a bit more time to, you know, nut out what I'm really doing here and, and get to understand the boys a bit more, get to understand the company a bit more, and sort
0: of flow into the, a good routine here. Yeah, nice. Because, um, uh, Pretty much all the other boys are workers, so they work during the day?
1: That's correct. Yeah, they're all, she uh, got old, they're all head in there and all in their different departments. They're sort of spread over the two buildings over the city and and it ranges from, you know, top to, top to bottom, mm-hmm. yeah. And, um, you know, some guys love it, some guys not so much, but uh, I really respect what they do and and um the effort they put in they're obviously in there quite early sort of eight you know uh, roughly around eight o'clock and they're sort of finishing up at five and and they'll um you know rush home or a lot of guys just come straight to the club get some extra stuff in and Mm -hmm. suit and tie have a bento and and we're into it at seven till nine so i definitely take my hat off to them and they usually give me a bit of guff and say, you must be really rested because you've had the whole day of doing nothing. So um, I said, look, I'm, I'll come in and, and greet people and clean the toilets. Just yeah. tell me whatever you want want to do at the company, I'll do it.
0: <laughs> oh man, Mind yeah. you,
1: at last year they did actually, I, I did go in with some of the boys and we did like a whole greeting thing and um, I'm pretty sure, yeah, everyone was so keen to see me leave because yeah, as you've seen, you know, it's sort of a production line on the way into work and mm you know, as you can see, there's not, not a lot of people are too ganky about the the Monday the Saturday grind and day to day. So I'm uh, expressively, because oh, I'm missing people and, you know, have a good day. And, you know, a lot of the uh, general consensus was sort of, you know, fuck off, mate, you know, I'm just, I'm coming to work. And the last thing I need is you screaming good morning at me. So that was my, my sort of one and only chop in at, at the company. And, I've never been back.
0: Oh, man. Uh, Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, at least, uh, you know, you've seen what the boys are doing. um, And, you know, greeting, that's one of the things that you always hear, especially at high schools and stuff in the uh, teams. It's about, uh, you know, screaming back at your coach if they say something. You've got to say hi, even if – it's pretty much, I think, even if you don't agree with it, it's kind of just like a hi um, until you've earned your stripes, which um, obviously, you know, you've got so many stripes on you uh, you don't know where to put them, I think, but um, (laughs) –
1: I did get some sun the other day, if that's what you're referring to, so, yeah.
0: Um, Yeah, well, I know it's, uh, you know, it can get pretty uh, sunny, pretty good weather down there in um, Hiroshima, but, uh, yeah, how have the regular lines been uh, tracking this season?
1: Yeah, pretty good. Look, um, you know, similar to what we, we spoke about before um, with you guys up there, it's had a really good start. So we just straight off the bat won the first two games and um, lost our third game by two or three points to to Docomo, the top team. So we were really um, in good stead and guys were ultimately a little bit shocked at, at the, the kickoff. And um, yeah, we changed a lot of stuff and a lot of guys had sort of become a bit more professional and... And all that. But then, you know, without sounding too bad, I think we just sort of got a bit comfortable and, and, you know, we're just stuck in the ways of like, we'll keep doing this where we sort of needed to continue to evolve and keep changing as the season, because, um, you know, you guys have sort of a bit of a different luxury up top where there's a huge variety of games and you're playing a lot of different teams where we're playing each other three times. <laughs> and we've sort of kept it the same, if not changed it just minute, like a little bit. And you, you can't do that, you know, like if you're playing the same teams. And, and a lot of the teams are obviously well um, carried across, you know, with a lot of different foreigners, some really good Japanese guys in in Docomo who had played in the top division for a long time before they went down when they decided to, to company. And, um, yeah, so, look, we had dropped off a lot of injuries too. Um, and I think the hard thing is with the company is where sort of pro teams, you have time to rehab and gym and and really work hard at you know we don't have that luxury and that time where guys are at work and they'll come and they'll only get an hour on a monday or a tuesday to sort themselves out and then it's sort of thrown back in the bucket and try swim and and that but you know look we've we've held on and we've done a lot better than you know than last season it's just um you know, these last three games with Dokomo on the weekend and then the, the last derby match here in Hiroshima against Mazda and, and then we're up to, to Tokyo to play Karita, who we beat in the second game, but you know, it's been really cool to watch them and I know Wycliffe Pile really well. He's their Kantoko and he um and he's done some really good work with them and they're really putting the pump under a lot of teams and and they're they're a team who have a, who have evolved throughout mm-hmm. the season. So uh, pretty cool to see.
0: Yeah, because um, uh, we've kind of been talking about it a bit uh, in the potty, just about how, you know, there's only five teams in Div 3 this season. So uh, you guys basically just, well, every week one of you guys has a bye and then uh, you see you play each other three times. So uh, the previews must just be like, oh, yeah, we're playing this uh, this team again and this team again.
1: Yeah, so literally we played uh, Kudan, uh the uh We played them um, last week mm-hmm. and then we had a week off and then we played them again. <laughs> So, you know, like, literally, like, I think we played, um, what have I mean, maybe Docomo back-to-back, like, mm-hmm. in two weeks. So, don't want to get in trouble for saying it, but whoever's up top in the JFIU <laughs> and the League One, who's um, scribe man, who's organising the, the dates and the games, uh, yeah, like, I think he could definitely not play teams back-to-back, <laughs> you know, would be my... Expert opinion in that field, but also like we have the huge breaks as well, which, um, I kind of find it hard to, well, I think the boys find it hard to get their head around that and, and sort of stay in that mode because you play a game and then you have two weeks mm-hmm. of nothing and you're just training you know we train sort of monday tuesday thursday friday saturday same thing and then it's into the game week and you play one game then you'll have another week off two games then another two weeks off mm-hmm. and i think even cutan after we played them last was talking to their coaches from brisbane zane and he said "Oh, we've got three weeks now and then again <laughs> so he's like what do you you can't sort of say okay we'll have a whole week rest mm-hmm. because the company wants to be seen to be doing stuff and You know, how do you keep guys engaged, you know, like, hey, we're not doing anything for three weeks. And then we'll start to prepare Mm -hmm. where, like, I'd be even happy to play each other four times. Yeah, Because you almost get, like the leagueies do, you get sort of battle-hardened in a way. Like, I prefer just play games. Like, your body gets used to the contact and, and the training and the short turnarounds, the long turnarounds. You sort of get used to it. The more you're playing, but here you're like you get bashed, and then you sort of have like a down week, and then you train really hard, and then you're sort of a bit fatigued, and then you play another game, and then you're not on. So you're just like yo-yoing the whole time. Yeah. So, and I don't know what's going to happen with next year. Obviously, Hino in a bit of strife, and Mm. and one other team that come down, or if they're out, are they going to put in from like the Division Four, like Mm. a Yakult or something like? If I had it my way, and I know this is completely off-topic ta- you know, topic and task, I'd just combine Div 2 and Div 3
2: mm-hmm.
1: all as one, you know, and then you'd have similar to the top division, you'd have the 16 teams or whatever or mm-hmm. 13 teams and same in below, just longer season, quicker games, quicker turnarounds, more interaction with people and, you know, for fans it's like here's a game and they like, nah, we've got have for three weeks, <laughs> you know come back next month. I think we had like one game in the first week of January and then our next game was in like Feb. <laughs> so it's just like, what do you do? Like you do pre-season, then you go game, game, and then you have like a month off. It's just like, yeah. yeah. It, to me, it doesn't really make sense. And I don't have a lot of sense upstairs either.
0: Um, well, yeah, I think uh, like now that, like you said, Hino, uh, what happened with Hino, they, the guys who were supposed to verse Hino suddenly have A week off, and then uh, in Div Two, like every two or three weeks, there was a bye because I think the biggest thing is because there's such a different number of teams in each division. But they want to do the promotion relegation games at the same time. Everyone's just got to match the twelve teams, eh? So
1: yeah, and that's like sort of where ultimately everyone's waiting for what, like the top division, where
0: you know you could even start the season later
1: down here, you know, and just sort of say, okay, like you guys will kick off mid January. So we all instead of sort of like the the three week breaks, they're just like it just kills me. It's just like man, you know, like yeah, it's good, but like for the body and the mind, it's just like man. How do you constantly, like as I said, just re you know get the boys back on? Mm -hmm. You know, hey, we've had the three weeks of just sort of mindless training. Like now, you know, let's go. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: It's sort of just like it. To me, it doesn't make a lot of sense. But hey, I'm just I'm just just a sheep running in a paddock
0: yeah well i think uh i we've talked about it a few times but yeah the best thing would probably be just to try and make the leagues at least uh or the divisions uh close as possible in terms of numbers but they were you know always talking about div three being more of uh teams who want to stay that company side um but then like yeah who went down voluntarily uh so i was just like are they going to Want to try and go up to Div Two? You know, it's like a just well, they
1: they are. So if they beat us on the weekend, we had to look into it. They go directly up to Division Two, and wasn't as you said, wasn't that the whole thing? Like we'll voluntarily sort of we'll snag all the really good players from Dokkumai, and we'll go to D Rocks. But a lot of the Japanese guys who are top division players, you can just we'll stay and be company. But then they're like our drives to go up and go up again, and it's just like doesn't that defeat the whole purpose of you know? But We'll see. We'll see. You know, things are chopping and changing all the time. So, again, I'm not I'm not the one holding the, the stick.
0: Um, man, what a league it would be if you were, though.
1: Oh, it would be all good. I'd have no cards. The referees would not allow to be carry cards. No, I don't – yeah, like, I just um, – yeah, I'd combine, like, two things. And to be honest, if we're going to get onto that, like, to – I'm fascinated with the the university side of things here, with just such a like, just the the following that it all has and the hype behind it and how much it it means to everyone. Like, the boys here, like, we're Takeo, we're this, we're that. And it's like, these guys are like 34. And like, it's still, like, I'm talking about, like, we're still talking about uni. And it's sort of like us at, you know, New Zealand Aussie, like if we kept referring back to like, oh, I'm, you know, my school, my school, my school. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, you've been out of school for twelve years. Like, it doesn't mean that much. I would I would like, you know, revolve around the uni door and and the top league stuff like that. Like I'd have, you know, at Chichi I'd have a game, like a uni game followed by a um a top league game, mm-hmm. you know, and like I'd just I'd sort of run it that way and like just sort of feed it around like a rugby festival like every weekend kind of thing or there should be like little pre-games to every game i believe you know like if we're playing down here like the hiroshima high school team if they're playing a local derby this should be before our game Mm -hmm. you know so all those school kids they get to stay watch the game be intrigued you know sort of almost look into it as like oh i'd actually love to finish here go to uni and come back here and and play for Tudor. and you know the local sort of the team and You know, I I just think, like, the local universities should be earmarked with these teams. You know, we should be training against uni teams, you know, in the area. Like, the Takeo should be training with, you know, the Tories all the time. And there should be more, like, alliances between universities. Yeah, Similar to, like, look at the alliance like Mitzi and Highlanders have. Like, I don't know how the teams haven't... Obviously, there's more teams and unis and areas and stuff. But I, I don't know why that hasn't been looked into and and they jump on the back of the uni thing into the companies and just
0: make it this huge thing. Yeah, yeah. man, man, you're um, making so much sense. It's, uh, I'm shocked.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're starting to sound like my dad. Um, <laughs> But, yeah, like, that that's what I would do. Like, I just feel like it's here and it's the same at home and, and that, like, there's just – everyone just tries to battle each other mm-hmm. to be the best. Like, you know, like, look at the league and the union stuff going on at home. <laughs> I think it's good for union. But, man, it's just like talons are out and everyone's clawing at each other. And it's just like, man, just stop trying to compete and just do your thing, you know, like sport in Australia. Just make it all big. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I just think here it's like League One's gone. Oh, we want to be the best. We want to be the best. You know, we'll go against everyone. It's just like no. Uh, mm-hmm. Just like I spoke to one of our. It was the next player, Hideki, and he um he was asking me. He just like, oh, how would you grow the game here mm-hmm. in Hiroshima? You know, because it's obviously not too big and all that. And I just said, oh, look, we we should start to connect with other sports here in Hiroshima. Other teams so we went out and did like a speaking uh, like a promotional sort of talk out at um oh, I can never get it right San Frey or something the oh, yeah. local Hiroshima J League team. So we went out you know did a little bit of ex- like some line out lifts with kids and different things and on the stage and and chatting not that I said too much but um, I just got the boys to you know and there was heaps of people that stopped and listened and and all that and we actually had some soccer people that came to our game that next week to oh, watch. Wow. And then uh, he he uh, knew an, oh, I forget his name, an old pitcher for the carp, obviously the carp uh, religion down here. And he came down to training and did a filming thing with us. And um, I just, I gave him my shorts and stuff. I was like, man, here's some footy shorts and, and that. And then um, I just said, oh, we're giving him tickets to the game. And the team was like, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> so he came and did a talk and, and he did a big promotional thing on his Instagram page and was like, I'm going to, experienced rugby for the first time you know i recommend you guys do the same and he did a big thing and and then um before we knew it uh we got invited to the um the oh, what's the again forget the but the the professional basketball team here um the boys went and did a half-time show talk oh, to yeah. all their crowd and that so and you know posters are starting to go around to you know the um Okonomiyaki shops and the cafes and that, so I just sort of said like we need to just start entrenching ourselves in in the city, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, so like we've been to the basketball, been to the baseball and and the soccer, so we're just trying to build build it up, you know, and just do more things around game day. Like we had the one family day, I was like, man, make it all family orientated <laughs> every time mm-hmm. and that. So yeah, like we're getting a lot better, and but yeah, that that was my my take on it. You know, the city the. Rugby needs to sort of try
0: to take over
1: the cities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. well, I believe.
0: Nice. Because, um, yeah, you've got, like, all those, that following with all the other uh, sports teams and stuff. But like you said, there are parts where you are competing for, uh, you know, airtime, but then you can also work together as well. Like, it's not like the Carps fans can't, uh, you know, support you guys. And if they're Hiroshima hard, obviously, if they're going to pick a rugby team, they're going to pick the Hiroshima team. So, so yeah. Yeah.
1: And that's like that's it. Like the seasons are completely different, you know. And if and like you know as well as I do how fanatical Japanese fans are, like with sport, yeah. you know. And I said to our team, like start making hats and shirts and you know little knickknacks and stuff because like you saw the stuff with the Summers and that. Like the people just buy them. Like it's just <laughs> little bags. It's just culture to buy a present or be you know give a present and so forth. So. And I think with us, any anything that's sold through us is sort of put back into the rugby program. So I believe there should be sort of an invested interest there that if things are being sold, there's more revenue coming to the team.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So like go hard at that and go hard at getting people to the game and all that. So yeah, it's, I was sort of learning about that stuff as well. I saw a lot of that stuff with the Summers and the Reds and that, but I just think it can be done better here.
0: Yeah, nice. Um, well, maybe that's, uh, I know, you'll probably have another, what, six, seven years of playing, but then after that, you could be that kind of me- uh, manager on that side.
1: Six, seven days, the way <laughs> things are going, the way I get out of bed, mate.
0: It's uh, Yeah, the air mattress is doing you wonders.
1: <laughs> yeah, the old, uh, the old spino cylinder, like with the Simpsons, that's what's <laughs> happening to me here at the moment.
0: Oh, man, uh, what an invention from Homer that was. Yeah, no, that was pretty epic. But man, that's
1: what I was rocking until now. I've got my futon, as I call it, which is some, a uh, more spiced up way of saying a mattress on the floor.
0: <laughs> it's a yeah. You're a man of culture, so you got to do it. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I am culture.
0: Mm. Um, well, speaking of, you're at a pretty uh you know big city in terms of Japan. Uh, Hiroshima, but uh, your second year there, what's it like in that city and have you, you've probably been able to, uh, you know, spend a lot of time traveling around? I know you train all day, but uh, yeah, Uh, what have you been up to over
1: there? (laughs) Sleep all day. Um, (laughs) Mate, yeah, I just, look, a a lot of the boys, you know, look, they do work in that a lot, but um, as you know, love love coffee, love that uh, sort of culture side of things and, and as, you know, people probably wouldn't listen to me on this, but love to talk and love to sit and have a yarn for hours on end and and so I'm sort of have become the man to go and find new spots for for beers and lunch and and dinners and coffees and that so I've picked up a few little spots and met a, met a lot of people so usually just like on like today the day off I just went and and got my lid cut or tried to get my head fixed a little bit and <laughs> Never works. Every time I go for a cut, I just pretty much pay to continue to look shit. But um, yeah, I'm always Googling different things and that. And I went and sourced another little cafe, which was pretty cool. And uh, today, so I just sent through to the little boys that like to go out and do that stuff. And uh, me and some of the boys, we um, hit up different sauna places and little recovery places after games and go for feed after. And so I'm sort of just wiggling my way around town doing that. Russian is pretty small, but it's um I, I sort of like it it's mm-hmm. uh, nothing too crazy to navigate you know easy to jump in the car easy to park and find stuff where you know tokyo you're sort of you'd lock in to get lost and and go down some deep holes where you might not come out and um but no, hit up miyajima you know along the waterway and obviously as you said it's been really good weather down here it's starting to heat up so it's got some real epic little spots down by the water where you know guys are wetting a line and you know, it's always good to just have a cruise. Sometimes I just go for a cruise in the morning down, and there's a lot of old fellas. They um they wet some lines, and I'll try to talk to them for a bit, and they usually shrug me off. So um can't get lonely, Daggy, but it's all good, mate. We um I've always found stuff to do, so yeah, it's good. And mate, I had the oldies over here a couple of weeks ago for two and a half weeks, and oh, wow. mate, they loved it. So they got to. Catch two games, and the, that was the first game they've seen live in like five years. The last game they saw was that Waratahs game where I got my knee blown out. So they were pretty, um, pretty happy to be over here, and and they're pretty easy travellers. They're not really, uh, you know, we want to go here, 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 here. They sort of just wake up in the morning and be like, "What's up today? Can you take us somewhere?" And so that was cool. And and then um, the uh, yeah, the missus and the kids rocked over. Mm. For two weeks, uh, so they sort of overlapped. We're here for two days, so there was mum, dad, missus, and the two kids here, in the in the little apartment. I was tearing my hair out, um, but mate, it was awesome. Like you know, it was it was nice to show them the city a bit and. They got to meet a lot of the boys and the kids came down to training one afternoon and the boys were really good and they were kicking the footy with the boys and I think it was good for the team to sort of, you know, they see me as me and they probably think I'm a bit, how you going a lot of the time and and so they got to see that I'm, you know, my wife and the kids and that I wasn't just lying about what I had at home and, you know, just saying I'm going back to Brisbane and just pretty much sitting in the apartment rotting away but um, hikikomori they call me. Mm -hmm. Um, well, that's what my dad calls me. He reckons I just sit here and fondle my old fella. But um, yeah, no, it was it was so cool. And they loved it, mate. They loved it. They just Hiroshima's um, really unique city. And and there's a, a small story, but the and the team and the company all loved it. But my mum's parents, I never met my grandfather or anything like that. They were he was a sergeant in the Aussie Army, and my grandma was a um, a nurse in the Australian Army, and they actually met here. Wow! In Hiroshima, in a Nizakaya <laughs> Which is weird, which is weird, but um, and mum was trying to find the photo that they, it was like, they were sort of like four people away, they were with a lot of the Japanese army, so after, obviously, what happened here in Hiroshima, they came over as sort of um, support, Australian army sent over a lot of Aussie soldiers mm-hmm. to help with the clean up and the, the restoration of everything and, and support, So and they met here. In a Izakai, I don't know what happened, you know, after that Izakai night, if you know what I mean. And, um, but yeah, like just a weird sort of a weird full world story, you know, to, yeah. to sort of come. So I told the team and they really sort of fed into that. And <laughs> initially, when I, you know, the broken, uh, you know, me Butterboy story, but, um, initially, when I told the story, I, I think it came off as like they, you know, oh, my parents met here in Hiroshima after the like during the bomb. I said, I think I said like during the bomb. Oh yeah. And they were sort of like, oh, okay. <laughs> and so in my mind, I was like, fuck, are they thinking like, you know, my uh, my grandparents sort of had were, were backing what happened, and then I like there was a translator dude. I was like, can we sort of clarify like they met here after, and then he sort of said it, and they were like, oh yeah, okay, oh, yeah, he's a fire and that sort. I think at the start they were just like the fucker coming in, you know, like sort of almost celebrating. Yep. I was just like no, no definitely not. Mm. So, mm. um, yeah, that was a bit of a, a five minutes of I've been here for like two days and I'm going to be back on the plane <laughs> or like locked away in a dungeon somewhere, you know, after saying that. So, yeah, like full 360, and I, I think they really they loved that, you mm. know, um, mm. that there was a bit of a bit of a connection here.
0: Yeah, well, uh, must be you know fate that another uh, quirk ended up, or sorry, Akaku, ended up here. But I wonder if uh, back then the concept of a love hotel existed.
1: Well, that's right. You know, I... I feel sorry for them that they that didn't exist, you know, like they didn't get to have the full Japanese experience, uh, izakaya into a love hotel, <laughs> you know. If if that's not a if that's not a true love story, I don't know what is. Mm.
0: Uh, uh, for sure, for sure. Um, but wow, no, that's pretty cool. Um, obviously, like I said, it would have been a pretty uh crazy experience, um, you know, for them to come over and you know come into that situation like uh, as well. But yeah, it would have been special for the boys there who. Would have had that connection like with you even stronger after hearing that you know your relatives were over here as well, eh?
1: Yeah, so it's sort of, um, and even when mum and dad and that came over, they were just like, yeah, you know, it's like they were so, I don't know, like for us, it's like, oh, they're just traveling, you know, to come to Japan and, and watch a game and shoot home, but it was, um, the boys were just like asphyxiated on it, they were just like. You know, when they saw them in the flesh of the game, they, all of them were just like, oh, you know, Mr. Cuck, Mrs. Cuck, like, that's your parents. And I'm like, yeah. And they're just like, oh, they're here. Like, they're here. They came. They came. Fuck, like, I wish they didn't. But, you know, they're here. Um, But, yeah, they were just so pumped. And then when the kids rocked up to training, like, you know, we were done training and literally all the boys were just standing in it, like, around just staring at the kids. Just like it was almost like they just couldn't believe that. They were there and the kids were like kicking the footy and my young fella was chasing one of the boys, throwing punches and getting stuck in and that and they were just, uh, man, the boys were loving it. So I think, um, yeah, it, it was nice for me to, you know, because obviously I'm only foreigner here and not a lot happening in that regard for me with like, you know, mates or family or anything like that and all the boys, you know, are predominantly married and kids and, and stuff. So I think it was, it was nice for me to see or for them to see me, you know, with my Parents and, and my kids and stuff like that. So as I said, it probably made me seem a bit more real <laughs> than just the 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 dickhead who was always yelling at him on the field and stuff like that. You know,
2: mm,
0: they're like, oh, you weren't lying about the kids, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. This wasn't just some big facade, you know, <laughs> that you're actually married and kids.
0: But mm. man, now how good, how good. What about the uh, Japanese? They must be incre- uh, increasing, you know, every day.
1: Yeah, it is. Look, um, you know, same as a canon and some walls, you know, you've been here for so long and your Japanese sucks and, and that, but I must admit it sort of has forced me. Our, uh, our, tra- you know, our, our translator's is not around too much. And, um, but it's good it's I've just loved just getting into it and it's picked up heaps you know like obviously listening meetings on the field and all that like fully across everything fully understand everything can um sort of entrenching myself in conversation a bit more and and as you know a couple of tubes made on rock and rolling I'm uh, lock locking in for eight hours and I'm fluent you know there's not a there's not a lick of English being spoken and um, it has gotten so much better I reckon I'll honestly struggle when I go back home because mm. I sort of either speaking like a little bit of broken english or i'm just going for it with the japanese and i definitely undersell myself like but when Mum and dad were here they were sort of my brothers rang me and they're like oh you finally picked up japanese Mum." that's it and so um yeah must be going okay mm-hmm. i can navigate through a lot of things now so it's
0: it's good yeah nice uh well we have to uh you know tell that to um pup to matt to He's he's uh, you know in here uh what half a year now or almost a year and Silver Spoon, I just, you know, I'm at training every day, so I'll have to let him know that uh, Kirk is, you know, he's the real one.
1: Yeah, 100%. And I went to school with Matty T. So, um, yeah, Matt, he's a a smart unit. And and now you say that, like, he definitely is one of those dudes who – would be there for two months and just be like fluent, you know, and just put all, all his eggs and trying to do it. And he speaks so softly and and all that. So I think he um, he wouldn't be learning all the bad words like I was at the start and how to slag people off and stuff. He'd be um, learning the extremely polite, sophisticated way of speaking Japanese.
0: Yeah, I think he's uh, already overtaking me, which is, you know, it's uh, I might be coming down to the red ricky lines with you.
1: Yeah, but you're coming down here as a censure mate.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, yeah, yeah.
1: You're hard crash balls at 12.
0: <laughs> I um, didn't think you got my uh, highlights video. I sent it to you trying to get a uh, trial, but just never got to the coach.
1: No, nah, I think it bounced. I think it bounced. <laughs> you actually, you know what, to be honest, you actually would go good down here. I, I don't know how I play down here. I'm ratchet shit, but I will.
0: Uh, it's, uh, I think I'll be able to do what I as a cooper cronk did in one of the grand finals for the roosters when he had like you know basically one arm but just directed i'll uh, be able to translate on the field and just uh
1: that's it you just got to like you're almost like a second nine you just got to like sit in the pocket and just chew people out and and be sort of the general sort of steering the ship and that hey, sometimes i communicate like communication is the key mm-hmm. especially down here you know guys just say one thing you know i got him and then that's it silence yeah and it's just like you. Keep it going, mate. Like, keep it, (laughs) keep the tongue wagging. You know, we sort of need a little bit more from you there, but yeah. And but they're they're probably a bit quiet because more's yelling at them. So. (laughs)
0: Um, but yeah that must be pretty like because in games obviously you don't have you know a translator next to you just translating what you're saying and uh, so for, is that one of the uh, hardest parts being you know coming from teams that had a few foreigners to basically just you and 14 other uh, you know scux Japanese guys yes scuxes.
1: nah no, it is like and you know the boys always reiterate because like after games I'll sort of be like oh sorry I you know just was like bah you know at you guys and that and, and they're just like no no like we understand everything you're saying like even when you speak your Japanese you you might think it's not right but we like with your emotion and different things like we get it and i was like oh yeah and they're like and we know you understand because we will say stuff and you'll do it yeah you know and i'm just like well, i'm just doing what i think of <laughs> things right you know i'm just I'm lucky that it is right no but yeah so and that's what i mean like in regards to my japanese like it's changed in in that way like in the games so like if i'm addressing the team they're like yeah we we get you mate like yeah. we understand it all And vice versa, like if I'm in the huddle and something's going on, I'm usually across it all, you know, or I just get on with it.
0: (laughs) It's a, I mean, that's my uh, philosophy when I'm translating, so it's uh, fake it till you make it. So I've never heard that word before, but I know all the other words, so I just uh, put them together. I think that was my first year of translation.
1: Yeah. I don't know how you guys do it. And I don't know if you were there for that Wolves year. It might have been Jamie Joe's first year or second year. uh, We had a guy for camp and um, I forget his name. He was a nice guy, but just like tr- how, like trends, like I don't know how you guys do it. Like it's amazing, you know, on the whole, under stress, you know, a million, like there's usually a couple of people bickering or speaking and you've got to make way of it all and flip it. And then flip it back with like rugby terminology as well. Like it's not just the way you talk, there's sorta of a way to say it and yeah, I forget who it was he like two days and Jamie kept looking at him and he was just like, ah, and he was just freaking out and we were like, Yeah, fuck it's all good, mate. Yeah, take your time, you know, and he's just panicking and then um I think he was there one day and then like that night he was fucking sweating, like middle of winter, sweating, panicking, you know, had the meeting. Was just kept mucking up, and we were like, "Oh man, it's gonna be the longest week for this dude." Like, I feel sorry for him. Me and Mikey we were talking in the morning. Went down to Bricky's in casual clothes, big smile on his face. <laughs> What's going on, mate? He's like, "Oh, I'm done. Like, they told me to leave. Like, just so happy, yeah. you know. Just like, just the stress had just gone. Um, but I felt for him. But then I remember talking to him. He's like, oh, "I'm, you know, a bit embarrassed that I couldn't sort of do it." And I was like, "Man, it's so hard. Like, and you know, with Jamie Joe and all that, like, it's even harder because it's like." Bang, and if it's not done, it's just like you're gone, you know, like things move fast.
0: Mm. Yeah, yeah, you
1: dealt with Brownie a lot, but eh? So, yeah, the easy stick,
0: mm, I think. Um, oh, well, because yeah, the six weeks I was there, uh, I think I just translated for Jamie once when he came into the uh locker room, but like all the boys when they're speaking Japanese to him, Jamie would just put like, oh, yeah, I understood that, don't have to translate that. So, it's pretty much just one way, but um, yeah, yeah. Brownie, I think, but only for a week or so because he was, you know, with the uh. Japan with what is it the wolf pack as well but I think yeah
1: I, oh yeah that's right they did they did
0: um, I just had a all I remember was we were at the itchy, um, itchy and scratchy ground. And then, um,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. He yeah. was
0: just like, Oh, um, I'm gonna run back to the hotel. Doug, you wanna come? I was like, Oh, yeah. We'll probably just have a stroll and, you know, he just wants to get to know me. We were running like faster than four minute Ks and I was like, Holy Because I was just trying to sprint <laughs> to catch up. So, yeah, what a beast.
1: Yeah, animal, animal.
0: Um, I think, yeah, it was mainly, uh, Scotty, I think, uh, who was there when I was there for the six weeks. Scotty Hanson. Yeah.
1: Yeah, what a legend, mate, eh, Scotty. Yeah, um, always uh, like I, I watch a lot of Super Rugby and that as well, and um, always good to see him up in the box, and you know, always sort of reminisce on some good memories and good times in Singapore that you were obviously a part of, and um, yeah, just um, it's I sort of always reminisce on the sunny stuff, on the people we've met, and obviously you play teams, I even playing Britsy and and guys like that. It's just like man, it's cool, eh? And then like even watching Super Rugby, like guys that have gone back to play super and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a, that it was one of the biggest, uh, you know, shames. I think because it was when I was there on that six weeks that we got told, oh, this is the second to last season for the sunnies. And then, uh, you know, after the world cup success, you're like, man, this would be perfect to have, you know, super rugby games here right yeah. now. But yeah,
1: I just, I still, it's, I still can't believe that it, it didn't come to fruition. Mm-hmm. Like it honestly blows my mind that it, like after the World Cup, that it didn't take off. Mm-hmm. Like it was there for the taking. Like, fan, you'd, Like you've had the World Cup, you'd had interest on millions of other Japanese that weren't probably rugby fans. And it was there. And like, even I was talking to mum and dad about it. They were just, you know, like they loved it, obviously, because we we're all playing, but they would, everyone, Sun was everyone's second team. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's hard. That's hard to do. You know, you've either just got one team and then you're sort of, or don't yeah. really. Bothered with other teams, but like everyone (laughs) followed the Sumo say, like every everyone, Mm. you know, and people would watch the game, and like, yeah, it was just such a missed market and and stuff, and it was it was a misbreeding ground for Japanese players. There's the uni systems and all that, but like if it had been done right, uni into you know club team, club team into super super into um, Japan, like Mm. you know, it's just um, yeah, it's sort of such a shame. But also very happy that I was a part of it.
0: Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, I mean, because, you know, you see all the teams that even have, you know, success and have won stuff. And then uh, you look at their home grounds, uh, or sorry, their home crowds, and then you see the Sunwolves uh, just, you know, everyone's going, oh, for every scrum. And everyone's, you know, yeah. dancing. And it was just such a good atmosphere, right?
1: Man, everyone kitted out and that's us just talk about the knickknacks and stuff just like there was just i was seeing some more stuff and i was like did they make like are they selling that like where the hell did they come up with that i had the undies going at one point they had the duds people selling duds and like the little faces there's hand mm. towels and stuff and i was just like man this is out of the box like this is awesome but just everyone in kit mm. everyone in kit and it was just, man, it was just so good for Japan and, and rugby. And then I, I think I've said it to you before, like you look at that World Cup team, like all super, mm-hmm. you know, all sunwolves. And a lot and a few of those guys, I don't think if they didn't have that, they wouldn't have like played the way they did mm-hmm. or got the confidence or got the experience of playing the Kiwis and the Saffirs and the Aussies and the Argentinians and stuff like that. Like they just would have never have done that. It would have just been you know, playing for Panna or whatever, or sitting behind, you know, a world-class player for a bit and, and stuff. So a lot of these guys who probably weren't up to super standard just got to do it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because a, a lot of the guys, those guys you'd probably just see, you know, on TV, like the All Blacks guys or the uh, Wallabies, and you just, like, think, man, they're out of this world uh, only. And then you play them every week, and you're like, oh, like, you know, yep. um, I can, my body can you know keep up with them kind of thing and they just breathe that confidence hey eh?
1: yeah yeah no it's um it's epic it's epic and um yeah I was, you know i chuck on some old uh, games and stuff like that. And it was just, man, it's cool. It's mm-hmm. cool. But, it, but then it also like leaves a little bit of a bitter taste where it's sort of like, you know, like I sort of get a bit frustrated sometimes. I'm just like, man, like if that was still going, I think it would still be going very well. Mm-hmm. Like it wouldn't be what it is now, like Super Rugby Pacific. And it's like oh, teams aren't really, are just man, one team, one country, like the backing, the sponsorships, like the players, all that, you know, and it gave all of us like as foreigners opportunities mm-hmm. too, like, I came from the Reds, played well, bang, like, picked up a deal at Canon, like, changed my life that way and stuff. So it was just, like, from an opportunity point of view, like, for the foreigners as well as the Japanese, like, it changed, you know. And then a lot of the foreigners that played for the Japanese team, like, they came, played that, cemented themselves, like, I want to play for Japan, I want to do the five years, I want to do the time and stuff. So, like, then, you know, sort of takes away from that as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, oh, for sure. Um, Yeah, like you said, great memories Um, and just... You know all that potential like yeah everyone in when you're in nz or nlz or wherever everyone's you know not sledging you they're just like man you guys are awesome kind of thing so oh,
1: say- like even though we'd get pumped exactly what you said people were just like man like we respect the way you guys play and we know it's hard for you like it's chopping and changing and a lot of cultures and that but like we love the way you guys throw it around and man it's awesome and you guys just give it a crack every week you know we just did we had no hate <laughs> yeah you know, like, if we won Bananas, if mm. we lost, or you guys just tried so well, like, we love watching you guys, where, you know, the Reds lose. so like, oh, you guys fucking suck. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, the Tars, oh, you guys lost again, or Crusaders lose to the Rebels. Mm. It's like, what are you doing? Like, best hit, you know, like, we had no pressure. Like, we could just throw it around and have a good time, and, it, you know, and everyone loved us. Yeah, yeah. You know, so, like, it was just sort of easy to play footy.
0: Yeah, no, it was a... Uh like just that brand if we were just trying to play you know such high team and like such just almost like what you play in your suits japanese plays just quick and yeah. fast and just uh yeah like i yeah. said just uh rugby was a winner on the day every time the sun wolves play yeah
1: 100 percent, 100 percent, and i think it got it got guys out of their comfort zone and like especially and i know it's different here but like talking to the boys here a lot of the guys have never left japan mm-hmm. You know they, you know, grew up in Osaka or Kyoto or Tokyo and that, and you know they just oh, leaves the questions. What's Australia like? Is it really scary? Like we've seen photos, and I sort of be, I sort of forget. I'm just like, oh yeah, no, like it's beautiful, and yeah, there is danger, but there's danger everywhere, mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. And then I think about like some of the Japanese boys that that first year would have. They went to Buenos Aires, they went to Johannesburg, they went to Hamilton, they went to Brisbane, they went to Sydney, Canberra, you know. Cape Town. And I'm just like man yeah. that like I, I sort of forget about the boys that wouldn't have just Japanese school, uni, mm-hmm. into like the company side of things and then just jet setting yeah. <laughs> week after week, business class, up the front of the bus, you know, going to places they thought they'd never ever go to. And I'm just like that that and that's an experience within itself that probably changed a lot of dudes. Yeah. You know, like they got to see the world, they got to understand what other cultures are like what other footy brands of footy are like and take on that and then come back and sort of do their own do their own thing so i think that sort of starved of the next generation of not having that experience as well
0: yeah yeah and then like all those experiences you got like before the Sunwolves, it was pretty much just the foreign players and coaches who could bring that ex- outside experience to the teams. But then suddenly you got all these Japanese players who speak Japanese, they can relate to the other young Japanese players and they're like, man, this is how they do it over there or this is something I learned and this is something that I can teach you and, you know, it just uh, helps grow the general level as well, eh?
1: Yeah. And I think it changed, like, and I saw it at Cannon, and that with, like, Tamura and a few guys that all played, like, just the, the thinking on the go and, like, not the – the, we have to do this like we were told to do this it's sort of like nah okay but like I reckon this will work let's just do this mm-hmm. where like before that I think it was just like you know that senpai kohai rule and you know we have been told to to jump even though I can't and I've just got yeah. to try to do it because I've been told and, and that so I think it changed that you know narrative a little bit
0: mm-hmm.
1: where you know you not that you want to change the culture because it's awesome here but at the same time it's um you know you gotta you gotta adapt a little bit I guess
0: yeah yeah there's always a you know, things that are important that you got to keep, and then there are things that you can help uh, bring from, you know, all the other different cultures as well and just keep growing, eh? Yep, 100%. Yeah, 100%. Um, well, we spoke a bit about the songs I like, asked. I know you're a popular man, so I only put up the... Uh, questions thing for you know a short time because i knew we'd be here for four hours if i asked too many but um
1: uh, so was, uh, so for the four people <laughs> who put in a question and and three of those questions were toops but sent directly as a message
0: oh yeah like i was like man um i just got three in a row and then i was looking through the questions like the responses and couldn't find toops's ones go back and he's just he replied to the story i'm like oh no toops have to teach
1: him, I, I want to do sort of a, uh, a three way chat with you guys because I had to chop that dude in half well, verbally. Verbally,
0: um, so I've got this Bluetooth thing that can uh connect my phone to this as well. Um, so should I it AI, give him a call? AI?
1: Yeah. AI you've, you've caught my voice and you're going to get me to say some crude <laughs> stuff, it's <laughs> yeah. uh, going to get me locked up here.
0: It's uh, yeah, and it'll help me. All, it's all for the podcast, so I'm um, as long as the Mate, podcast is
1: free. do. I'd do anything for the podcast.
0: <laughs> it's uh, why you're one of our favourite sons. Once you can know, Will. I think he knows what this will be about, so he might not pick up. Yeah, I reckon 100%. Oh. Toby, you're on the uh, Japan Rugby Weekly podcast.
2: I'm all, am I on.
0: Oh yeah, we've uh, well, we were talking a bit about you, me, and uh, quirky son, and just thought um, you've got to be able to defend yourself. Uh, we can't just let quirky, you know, talk all the stuff about you. I'm telling
2: fibs. Oh <laughs> uh, good, oh good. Well, what, what, what's he got?
1: Tubes. I'm here live, mate. Oh, oh, we are live. Okay. Yeah. Thanks. Well, what story for, did you tell? I haven't told any stories yet. We just wanted to come across and just sort of dive into your um, tech technology literacy quickly <laughs> for someone who posts. Sorry, oh, hold up, hold or,
2: My Wi-Fi is a, I just got to make sure i'm on the yeah. right wi-fi oh yeah yep. go i'm you, mate. you yeah, don't go. know
1: what wi-fi wi-fi is buddy <laughs> <laughs> so what we wanted to cover quickly was so both dougie and i have put up the obviously the question things and for someone who's on instagram as much as you with you know posts ranging from family all the way to you know uh, range rover sponsors nike <laughs> yeah. you know show the whole right. lot um you yeah. have replied to the actual post instead of actually clicking on the the post so we thought oh, i'm you.
2: there was a glitch on instagram so that's why it didn't work
1: <laughs> well um we've surprised you and we've actually gathered funds to send you to um, sort of an Instagram workshop there in uh, Nagoya that's going to commence after the season. It's for
2: uh, influencers on the way up. Uh, Thanks. Uh, I would appreciate that.
1: You you would or you will?
2: No, I will. That's actually a great idea. I'm still working on my technology stuff. Great. Great.
1: Good to, it's good to hear from you bro um Dougie, I will tell you a quick story so we played a <laughs> trial well, online we played a trial in uh, against Toyota Shockey and um, so we've moved it we've come back into the city and I'm texting Toops saying, made I'm in the city I'll move you know heaven and earth to, to come to you and the family and it doesn't matter how far yeah. go away I'll jump on the denture and come out and man I'm just I've just caught I've caught zeros on the on the reply front, and you know I'm texting all the way up to sort of one a.m. and I've gone, oh man, he's, he's busy. We'll we'll catch it. So in the morning, I've texted him being like, hey bro, I'm up early. If you're around for a cuppa, and um, there was nothing again. So me and the physio we're walking to the train station, and Toops drives past. And he's like, bro, where are you? I've been trying to like catch up with you all, all morning, <laughs> so, man. I'm, we're on the Shinkansen in like half an hour, and he's like, it's all good i'll park here and there was a coffee store there and he parks out the front you know like does like there's a car park right next door lady comes uh-huh. up, he's like, sorry i not parked there and he goes seriously and i was like man just park your car so he parks it in so i was like oh you drove all the way to come see me so i shouted him coffee and then on the way out he's like oh can you get the parking as well like i came <laughs> out to drive and then um, you know it was it was really good to see him. Literally, had like quick coffee. Had to scale this boiling hot coffee, and um, I paid for it. It was uh, expensive as too. It was like nine fifty <laughs> yeah. for a latte. And on the way out, he's like, "Oh, bro, can you just grab a takeaway? Um, a couple of takeaways oh, like, it yeah. it. So I've done this that. And then um, yeah, and that was it, bro. And he's like, "Sweet, bro, see you. Try catch him, Brizzy, Bang, gone." <laughs> Oh, it's like, oh, okay. So, um, but it was like, long story short, it was it was just so good to see him. It was
0: so good to see him. <laughs> um, I'm surprised uh, the lady didn't let him park in front of the coffee because, like, when you think of ragu player in Turda and Aichi, everyone says tubes. So, like, he is, you know, he's yeah. the bee's knees. Uh,
1: well, he 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 did say he goes he he dead pander and goes he goes you you must be new here. <laughs>
0: So, do you know
1: and she goes and she she's like someone and he goes you must be new here <laughs> and she' was just like I don't know what you mean and he goes oh don't
0: worry we're alive
2: thing. at the moment um uh,
0: yeah uh, it's uh yeah for the third time yeah um like but um this is all no yeah, people can nah. listen to it yet um like it'll come out next week
1: that's a good story thank youggy this is why this is why we've this is where we have got to send them to that, you know, that uh, technological <laughs> illiteracy camp because, you know, hey, we live
2: right now on the net. Uh, Can you on, send me, man. like, the location, like, where it's going to be? Because, like, sometimes without the copy and paste address, it, like, t- takes you to a different place.
0: Mm. Um, well, the funniest thing is, like, Toops, so you're on this. You were the co-host on this podcast uh, at the start, so I thought you'd know the most about it, but...
2: Yeah, well, you got guy like quirky disrespecting me already. It's uh, I'm, I'm surprised <laughs> it's lowest, you got him on mine.
1: It was the lowest. lowest <laughs> I was, ratings
2: in I was the actually shocked weeks, that you wanted to um, have him on your podcast. To be honest,
0: <laughs> it's uh yeah, one of my uh, you know favorite guys in Hiroshima. I think so.
2: Hundred
1: <laughs> percent. Well, no. when you when you rang yeah. the phone, I thought he was going to pick up with, "Hi, oh, this is the Redcliffe Dolphins' biggest fan." <laughs> <too>. <laughs>
2: Oh damn it! He's, I made a big mistake. Did, you, did the, I comment? Oh yeah. I was wondering how yeah. you got the questions. Damn it! Ew. <laughs>
1: the flag. That's boy a good girl, man. You the live and you learn, eh? Hey?
2: You live and you learn. That's oh, good. Geez, you live and you learn.
1: There's a, there's a lot of living by you, bud. also <laughs> <obviously laughs> not a lot of learning.
2: Nah.
1: Uh, <laughs> <which is> like, <laughs> you going, bud.
2: What stories do you have, um, for everyone on the on this potty? It'll be interesting. I can't wait to hear it, eh? Well, that that as um
1: as as an ex host or co-host i should say you should be um really excited to listen in to when doggy actually puts the podcast out i still don't think you've grasped the um how live works i don't think
0: um yeah so uh, well should i uh i've got the three replies that you sent me to some um, about the questions up. so should i ask them on your behalf to quirky let's do oh, it yes,
2: please if, if that's okay yeah. it I just want to hear um, his answers, to be honest.
0: Yeah, nice. Well, the f- <laughs> first one's a uh, you know, uh, great one. Uh, how are you still playing with the amount of injuries you've had? Oh, sorry. I'll say it exactly how I said. How are you still playing with the amount of injuries you have had?
1: Oh, jeez. That's a bit of a tongue twister with his English, eh? Jeez. Um, <coughs> we went to the same school, but we obviously didn't have the same teachers. Yeah. Um, that, that is a great question. I, my body has been through a lot. Uh, look, I just think hard work, determination, just the, the will to get up and the will to get better. And, um, yeah, I've uh, always wanted to really work through my injuries. And, look, to be honest, I, I have gotten a lot slower and all that, but I still just give 100%, you know, Um just never say no.
0: Mm. Um, nine dollar fifty coffees help as well, eh?
1: Oh, hundred percent. When you when you know, when you shout when you shout hundred and fifty dollars for coffees for, for toops and his family, you and then you ring your missus and you go, Hey, we can't have milk this week. <laughs> you know, it makes you get back to training and want to dig in and, and earn a little bit more cash for your for your real family at home.
0: Mm. Nice. Um was that uh what you were after, Toops? Are you happy with that?
2: No, I, no, that was really good.
0: Nice. What about really uh,
2: inspired me? (laughs) (laughs) I can Uh,
1: tell it in your voice.
0: uh, You need another coffee, I think. Um, Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Next one. When will you be the next mayor for Southbank?
1: Um, (laughs) Oh, look. I've always thought about getting into politics, but I think um, Southbank's a little bit too multicultural for me. I don't think they'd let a um, uh, someone of my caliber in there. But look. When I only had uh, like one and a half years at the school we went to, Dougie, out of Brisbane State High. And um, literally, I came out, I was new. You know, Tubes had a pretty big stronghold and a big cohort that uh, that loved him. And um, yeah, I don't know. I just came in and dominated off the get go. Like, from, you know, I had a huge following like six months in and I sort of ran Busway. You know, people didn't want to go to Busway anymore, like the South Bank Busway. <laughs> Because oh, I was yeah. there, and um, <laughs> yeah, the, they used to be oh, the Capella really. kid, and so I just came from a completely different area, and, and just sort of put a bit of a stronghold on a an area that was um a pretty hard to get. Mm-hmm. So uh, I probably could roll in to sort of, to politics down that side, but um yeah, we'll we'll see. That's something I might actually look into.
0: Yeah, it's exciting. Who to hear first? There you go. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Nice. Beautiful. I mean, you, really,
1: know what, you know what? You know what? If, if 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 anything did come uh you know out of me going into politics i would put Tubes in charge of my media manag- my my media management and, the lit- and he, he would write everything for me like he'd be sort of like my literacy i'd call him the, the lord uh, of literacy and and um and he'd also be my media manager and uh well i'd hope he'd up um you know some really good points and some lessons from that um that course he, the crash course he's going to do in nagoya and, he, and
0: um, yeah, cause that course, uh, sponsored by Japan Rugby Weekly is not cheap, but you know, what we do for our mate. So. Uh,
2: it. Thank you. Appreciate it, guys.
0: Nice. Um, and then sorry, just one more. Be- I know you're a very busy man, uh, tubes with you and your beautiful right. family in Aichi. Um, I know we're playing you this week as well. So it's not like I'm trying to disrupt your preparation or anything. <laughs> um, but, uh, the last question that you had for, uh, Kaki-san, how was your time as a captain and player of the Sun Wolves? That's actually a really nice question. Yeah. I'm actually tear, tearing up on this end too.
1: Um, well, look, to be honest, the the captain thing was really good. It, it taught me a lot uh, probably from a political standpoint uh, in the team and trying to understand uh, when to try to play the, not the captain card, but like when to lead and then when to just sort of be one of the boys and, and be a player. But I sort of, when I had a chat with, you know, Philo and the, and the the coaches, my whole take was that when he said, you know, would you consider, you know, being one of the captains, I sort of said, I just don't want to go away from who I am, you know, I still like to have a good time and, and joke and have a beer and mm-hmm. train hard and, and all that, but I'm also happy to do all the other stuff. Um, but, you know, my main thing is I was, I'll always go to bat for the team and, and the boys uh, as much as I can. and. I didn't want to get political in that way because I've seen it happen with other players and, you know, go more captain and staff way and, and that. So, you know, I hope I had a good balance. Uh, you know, there definitely probably was room for speak from the boys. But, you know, I, I did love it. That was something that when I was younger at the Reds and that, I did. A, I want, always wanted to captain a super team and I was lucky enough to do that. And not that Toops would have listened to me, but he always gave me some, <laughs> some real good support and he was always, you know... Yeah, always pumping my tyres
0: up, which I really appreciated. Nice. Like you said, that was a great question from uh, Toops. And uh, one I'd probably add in on his behalf, he would probably never ask this, but because uh, he's already doing a great job. But obviously, you know that he's recently transferred uh, into the, you know, Ford pick, he's uh, rolling his sleeves up and uh, doing the hard yards after, you know, uh, being on in the centres at fullback, um, getting all the glory. He's uh you know doing all the hard work in the forwards now, but any tips for somebody who wants to uh you know really make it as a blindside flanker? I mean, Toops has already made it, but you know.
1: Well, uh, he um and he you know and there's there's no like there's no reason to get embarrassed or anything, but he's he's texting me all the time. He just said give me give me the mud, give me the mud map on how to be awesome and um and we like not that I say because he's older than me and not that I'm being a mentor, but I sort of see myself that way. Um, and, you know, like, there's no point, you know, being embarrassed and there's no stupid questions, but uh, probably for the last six months we've been working on a really good plan on how to get him really entrenched in the forward pack and actually getting his head in the dark spots and, um, as you can probably see uh, over the period of the season, the way he looks and, and that that he's getting a lot of hard work done and you can just see with it the way his head looks after games and, and that and his head's taking a bit of a different shape um, cause he's doing some really <laughs> hard work and, um, but no, it's really, it's hard to transition from, you know, inside center to outside center, but the fact that he's, you know, played international footy at, you know, back three and, and centers and that. And, uh, when I saw him, um, you know, on the on the bench and then starting at six. I sent him a text and I said, "Oh, this is so good." You know, like I, honestly, I think it will suit him. And and it's hard to learn. You know, like we the the only thing that I reckon that he might have might have given him a bit of a taste was we had a set move against the Hurricanes where he was jumping and um, <laughs> oh shit, it was a debacle. <laughs> like you know, him and Timmy Laferle and Mikey Little in there, fuck, and it was bad. And, um, yeah, we, me and Mikey we were working with tubes all week on his jump and, and he nailed it. And, man, he was like, his chest was, his chest was puffed out and he was like a, a Mexican rooster ray rolling around the pen after that. So I reckon there was something uh, implanted in the back of his head that was like, I reckon I could just – because it, it, they were saying, this is easy, this is easy. Oh,
2: here he is. I did not
1: say that. <laughs> but um no I I, 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 I still got
2: the same form though
1: yeah that's all good but I I take my hat off to him with making the transition and he's making the transition in like one of the best teams in the league as well it's not like he's down in my team you know transitioning to eight or anything like that he's um he's he's transitioned he's got some good dudes to learn off in Detroit and um and the boys there but he's uh yeah definitely capable and it's very admirable seeing him make that change it's uh amazing
0: nice yeah I think uh like, you know, obviously we've had a lot of loss, but just seeing someone do that, like, you don't realise um, how much you have to learn as a Ford that, you know, I mean the units are completely different So Toops would have never probably been In a line out session except for that special Move that you guys are talking about so you don't Realise that you've got to learn 12 calls A game kind of thing and uh, plus you know Know where to be and um, yeah probably
1: That's it he's gone from you know Chasing each other and kissing each other on the neck And and (laughs) walking Scrums so um, It's yeah a huge reality check But I I reckon it's one that um, he might Have even brought that back stuff over to the forwards You never know (laughs)
0: For nice, uh,
2: Toops, yeah. yeah. Um, thanks for your word of wisdom, mate. I really appreciate it. Love you, buddy. Yeah. No, nah, thanks, mate. Appreciate that, man. Man, your questions, even though, you're me the only on. one,
1: even though you're the only one who sent questions, and they were the best <laughs> out of the bunch.
2: Oh, uh,
0: here it is. Uh, <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, nah, I know, like I said, uh, Toops, you're a busy man, so don't want to keep you too long, but thanks for uh, picking up and, uh, you know, taking and you no, know, uh, or sorry, joining into the conversation also. And um uh,
2: yeah. thank you. Appreciate this. No nice. <laughs> Thanks. Have <laughs> a um, good night.
0: I'll send Appreciate you sorry, man. I'll send you the check later.
2: Yeah, thank you, man. Yeah. Just uh charge it to Quirky and then Quirky will send me the um the cash.
0: Yeah, nice, nice.
2: I'll take it off that bill, that coffee
1: that time. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Mate, you still owe them. They're, they're ringing me up to say that guy still owes us him and pay it. Card must have didn't go through. <laughs>
1: They must be thinking, geez, he spent a long time in the toilet." <laughs> <laughs> We're going to close up. <laughs> We're trying to close oh. up. And he's, how did he squeeze out that window at the back? <laughs>
0: That's uh, sweet, as thanks, toots thanks, son. lads. Thanks, to Have a good night. see you too.
2: See ya. Um,
1: that was amazing. Mm-hmm. I've I've never seen anything like that. Just the the interaction and and the call and and how that could have how that can morph together and it's just. It's something that I've never been a part of it made me very happy.
0: Yeah. Um I see uh I've got a little device here that connects a few of my devices together and um but cuz all of our voices are on different tracks I can just delete, you know, somebody's voice if Loops I want to. <laughs> 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 uh, but no, it was a uh, great time on. Thanks again, Toops. Um yeah. And uh, by the time this is out we would have already played you. Um but uh yeah, it was good to see you um in the future. I don't. I don't know what I'm saying. But anyway, sorry. No, I, I
1: don't, mate, I'm I'm all about that. Like you know, to, to future tubes. Sorry about the loss, mm-hmm. and it was so good to to see you and for that that brief time on on the way out, and
0: and it was good to reconnect again in the flesh. Yeah, I uh, mean, thanks for the coffee, um, but,
1: uh... <laughs> and the muffin, and the eight dollar muffin.
0: <laughs> uh, but yeah, well, you said uh, the only question we actually had a couple more. We had one um from. Long time host who ran away to New Zealand, uh, Ben Paltridge, uh formerly the fastest man in Japan, but because he's like hardly ever is not Japan anymore, can't say that. Um, but all he said is thoughts on Suwali.
1: Yeah, mate, good. I like you know, and uh, we briefly touched on it. There, there's this all-out cat fight going on between league and union at the moment. Um, not that that's really got anything to do with it, but. Um, I think he's good. I think he's good. I, you know, he obviously played Union when he was younger. I know that he actually came to Japan for that um world the schools comp and and different things like athletically. I just think like uh, you look at what Kor- Korobeti does as well mm-hmm. and the transition he's made. I just think he can do the same thing. I just he's at a young, you know, I do uh, coaching out at the Reds when I'm home and out at the academy and that and uh, mate, he's like he's he's a specimen mm-hmm. and you can just see his highlights with the Storm, you know and again, that he's around really good players at the Storm and that, but it doesn't take anything away from, like, his ability to score tries and bump people and his skill and that, like, you know, it's not like he's just lost it and it's gone away, I just think he's, I don't know, I don't know if he's finding his, and I know it's a long time, but still trying to find his way and still trying to be linked up with players, like, I don't know who he'd be really close with out there and, you know, I just, like, I think if he's comfortable and he's happy and things are good in his backyard and and he gets a good opportunity here under Eddie. I reckon, you know, he might actually really shine and get some
0: confidence. Yeah, nice. Uh, so for anyone, I guess, if you're not from NZ or Aussie or you don't follow league, there's uh, this guy, uh, Suali, who uh, was, I think he pretty much always played Union, but got uh, picked up by, I think, what, the Roosters? Uh, playing for the Roosters at the moment, playing well. But then has signed, I think, it, from 2024 maybe uh, yeah. to, yeah, union so like kirk you were saying there's a bit of a war a few guys in league are saying uh, don't let the door hit you kind of thing and others are saying you know it's
1: really yeah i don't really get get that oh, look they they've lost someone that they probably really like mm-hmm. you know i've been seeing the cheese cheese he's been <laughs> having a but but that's good i think it's what union needs mm-hmm. you know i just think it's what union needs union's very white collar very cut you know like we we don't we can't be seen you know having cracks you know we'll just keep it like let let the daggers come over the fence we'll catch them and and put them the put them the rest over this side but um it's good to see eddie and i think one of the boys from the tars um you know like jumped in and and that's just it's that's what Aussies and Kiwis and that we love. We love banter. We love, you know, and it's good for the game. It means people are talking about union. Like as soon as Suaili signed, it like I mean, I clicked on Facebook. It was just bang, you know, like it was just all union, 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 Eddie, Eddie, rugby union, money, all this kind of stuff and yeah. I was just like, man, union has never been spoken about like this in like 15 years. Yeah. So, and that's just the one one dude and yes, I remember when Izzy came on the scene. And we played him at the Tars and and stuff. And, again, he took a while to transition as well. Um, And he ended up being awesome for the Wallabies, you know, like one of the highest try scorers and, man, awesome athlete and stuff. So I think the same will be for Suwali. Just seems like a quiet kid and let him come across and let him be happy down there at the Tars and let him do his thing. But there will always be that spotlight on him where if he has a couple of shockers, then, like, the it'll rain, you Mm -hmm. know, from the lead side of things. So, I think it's good for the game, and I think everyone's talking about union again. You know, like let bring it on. I, I like it.
0: Yeah, nice, nice. What a what an answer. Um, uh, we got a couple here from Big Monster. Uh, oh. Said, oh, he's got a few, a couple of good ones. Yeah, um, he,
1: he, he owes he owes me a pair of Nike Dunks.
0: Oh, there you go, there you go. Um, maybe once this episode is going to get so big, I'll probably have sponsors out of my, you know, zoo, so I'll be able to get them for you. Uh, so he said, uh, talk about some memorable moments from 2016 and 2017. No holding, lol.
1: Yeah. Look, uh, man, that 16. You know, I don't want to put a a uh, like a you know a sticker on a best year. But two said that first year in 2016 was was probably the best, just because of the uncertainty and and the freedom of what we were allowed to do and and the coaching, you know, hammer and all that. Like it's sort of. You know, everything was new and there was, like, there was wins for everything, you know, like first trip for the boys and first this and first that. And, and um man, we had some wicked times, you know, down in the Izakayas, down in um Ueno with uh, Rian, man, just sinking massive beers, like, just, like, me... You know, Rian Viola and, like, Monster, uh, Fatinga, Lamalu, like, Tim Bond, like, big units, man, just rolling through uh Takanoa Dai, just, man, just, like, having a good time. And all really, like, good, respectful dudes, like, mm-hmm. Tusi Pisi as well. Like, we were just all guys that had come out on a limb, you know, from our respected countries and super teams and stuff like that. So, man, probably one of the memorable things I've done, man, like, that. we did a trip to Cape Town, like, <laughs> and we played some really good footy man like we i think we just lost to the storm was by like five and it was a packed house and we played so well and in that week we man like we got there from and everyone was jet lag and uh hammer was like boys you know get some rest get on the piss do what you need to do to just get some sleep and you know hang around the hotel and that so a lot of the boys went to bed and so we you know i took the get on the, the piss <laughs> advice and um yeah, so, and we were drinking at the bar till all hours. Uh, man, we met all these South African dudes and went out and, man, it was just a bit, of a bit of an enjoyable night there and saw a few things that we probably shouldn't have seen. And and then, um, you know, I got home at like five and we had the next day off, obviously, for recovery and that. And, and um, Derek Carpenter had organized us to go do great white, shark diving so man i slept for like an hour and a half hopped in this little bus drove two and a half hours and we we're on a boat and we just literally 20 minutes out in the but like the way the boat had to get out was like huge seas and we just had this african dude driving the boat and i'm just like oh man and then um pulled out and he was like you footy boys you can be first in the cage man there was like 12 great whites there and Thin, thin little cage, like little copper, like cage. So we're in the car. Uh, sorry, in the cage, man. Tuna head banging into the cage. Great Whites and and cruise back. And then I got back, and some of the boys were going to Table Mountain um jumped in the bus cruised up there with them and carps ended up paragliding off um wow. one of the mountain. and he is like bro meet me down the beach at like lunch so the, off he ran and the dude <laughs> flew him down there it took him like an hour up in the air like flying so i met him down there and then we had some beers down the beach and that was like in the space of like 24 hours so i'd done that and i was just like Man, I love the sunwolves, <laughs> <laughs> And, um, yeah, and, and, yeah, we had some really good nights, um, just out together and, and stuff. Like, you know, it's hard to get hello out of Monster mm. on a good day. Mm. But, um, yeah, definitely after a couple of, couple of cans, he always opened up and
0: oh, he's still one of my closest mates to date. Yeah, nice. Um, yeah, man. Yeah. What a loose, uh, loose trip. Loose trip. How good. Um, and that, that was just that was just sort of one of them. <laughs> Man, the dream. Well, he said a uh, next one. or well, he sent a few. I'll just uh, say a couple of it. Can you explain why you let Julian so severe? So Do you like that?
1: Uh <laughs> yeah, the bus. But like, look, you know, I I jumped in the line of the people that he's destroyed. You know, like <laughs> um, I get ridiculed for that, and look, I'm still paying for it with hernias in my neck, but. I just – and you've probably seen it. I just head in the spokes. I just went for it. Um, But we sort of – we dived into it. I did a podcast with Wikesy and and we dived into it a bit more about – we actually slowed the clip down or he put it up on his socials. Of (laughs) um, He was on my insider. It might have been even Monster. I think it was Monster. And Monsters (laughs) just let me have it. (laughs) You know, he's just – he stood back. I sort of shot out of the line. I was like, man, maybe Monster's going to come with me and we'll try to catch him. You know, and Monster just stopped, and I've come flying in, and and Julian sort of stepped at the last minute with his hip and just destroyed me, and the game stopped, and Monster's just over me, just staring at me, and I'm pretty sure he laughed. So I don't think it was why did I let Julian? It was I had more faith in my mate that was going to help me, but it was all good. You know, it's um all for a good laugh. You know me, I'm always I'm always I'd do anything just to have a good laugh and was obviously one of them at the expense of almost breaking my neck and getting knocked out. So, Yeah, man. That's... Uh, thanks for the backup, brother.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. Anything for the content, anything for the story, eh? So. Anything for the story. Yeah, I'll do anything for the story. <laughs> so we got one, I think this must be a Japanese fan, they said, uh, what is your most useful item living in Japan?
1: <laughs> to be honest, and this is just like, it goes on the tubes is saying, my game ready. Mm. The, the ice machine that you probably have a few floating around the club. Um, when I left the Reds, obviously, had a bit of a bad knee at the time. And um, my old physio, he, he said, these are quite expensive. But if you invest in one, it, it'll take you a long way in regards to recovery. And then um, I've still got it today, touch wood. And I smash it after every game during the week if my knee's sore and, like, i know it's probably not a direct japanese item that i used all the time but man i i live on that thing like after this i'll jump on for an hour hour and a half and and use it like that's something that is a device that i or an item i just i use all the time here
0: yeah nice um yeah there are a few um i've never used one but obviously um it's what basically like how the boys would use ice packs but just uh you know a machine to do that for you kind of thing eh? 100%.
1: hundred percent, yeah. Ice and compression and it gets down to sort of zero, one degree and, and it's just, yeah, I'm so used to it now, but it, it does help me so much.
0: Nice. Um, there was they, were another- probably, they
1: were probably wanting like a, you know, hushy or, you know, <laughs> yeah. like, I walk around with like a, a personalized hushy everywhere I go,
0: you know, <laughs> pair of chopsticks. Um, something you can get from, there are a few shows on TV like, um, they're quite interesting. Yeah, it's a basically like an hour-long show, and it's like this, we're going through the best items you can get at the 100 yen store, and they're like, the, we're ranking the top things from Daiso, and it doesn't say it, but it's basically just an ad for Daiso. Um, but, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's probably just one, like, you know, you can get this lint roller that doubles as a MP3 player, I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah, you can you can get the fluff
1: off your jacket, but you can also charge your iPad with it. It's <laughs> yeah. Size,
0: yeah, sweet. Um, but, yeah, I mean, uh, game ready, nice, great investment if you're a um, yeah rugby player, I guess. And, um, you know, like you said, they might not be the cheapest thing, but there's a reason why so many players have their own. 100%. 100%. Nice. Uh, we had another one from, uh, I think, a Japanese person. They said, thanks for coming to Hiroshima. Ooh,
1: take me out for a coffee. Show mm. me something.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: No, I have, like, I have, a, you know, I went out to the outlets today. I had to get the kids some stuff just for winter back in Brizzy, just a couple of little hoodies, always bringing back some little prezzies when I come home and they um, get a bit of a kick out of it and it was actually I went into Nike and I ran into a dude who loved rugby and he's you know served me he was an older dude and he's like oh do you play at Tudin and I was like oh yeah and he's like I used to watch you at Cannon and that you know I'm going to come and watch a Tudin game and I was like oh great you know I asked him that he played he played at high school he was a fullback and I was like man you know sing out if you ever want a ticket to the game or something and then i went into adidas and same dude came up and <laughs> dropped dropped a cuck son. and i was like oh shit you know he had a soccer jersey on he worked for adidas and he's like i love rugby i was like oh so hey, it was cool it was yeah. cool like obviously Harosh was not known for footy and i ran into two people out there that liked footy so it was it was cool
0: nice how good how good um i kind of said give me give me some free shit as well but you know <laughs> yeah um hashtag uh i'm an influencer um yeah 100 percent uh, already, um, I'll just do, like I said, got a few A um, few of them we've already talked about But uh, if you could pick one person to bender with Who would it be? I'm quite interested to know who that came from
1: um, One of my uh, good mates from Canon, Michael Bond
0: mm. league, Bondi, He played Bondi. a bit of league as well, eh?
1: Yeah, he was a, he was a league But uh, he's back in playing club rugby in Brisbane now um, There's a few dudes that I would um, have in the bender team who um you know uh Sean McMahon's up there with a, a a good dude or Hendrick Tui as well um but yeah Michael Bond for me he's just someone who he just keeps this level and like there's no up and down it's just like you know and like it could be a two-day one and he's just you look over and he's still there just being like oh we're, we're still good it's you know so he's probably someone that I that I would
0: yeah nice have a uh, never had a chat to him but maybe I'll uh, he can be one that we'll call next time, whenever you come on to this and uh, have for a chat. Sure. Yeah. How good?
1: I'm, uh, and I'm, I know you probably can't leak who that was, but I'm kind of interested on who asked that question.
0: Mm, I might have to, I'll tell you um, after the year. Uh, well, mm. it doesn't really matter, but yeah, I'll keep it a mystery for the for the fans. Yeah, sweet. Um uh, all right,
1: maybe that bender person was hoping that they were going to be the bender person, I think.
0: Yeah, it's uh, all good. It was me, and I was hoping you'd see me.
1: Um, <laughs> <laughs> I hope you'd come to Tokyo and come out to um, come out these ways and bend it with me, but yeah, we'll yeah. Um, I'm gonna bend it with the Hino boys. Oh,
0: yeah, <laughs> they might have a bit of time. Um, well, did you see the thing Eddie Jones said about uh, um, was it oh, uh, who's the lock who's at Hino now? Um,
1: oh, uh, uh Arnold. Uh, Arnold, yeah, you?
0: said uh, you know, he's too busy making trucks or he not trucks or something um, to get selected. Anyway, um, but sorry, I'll just do one more. This one. Oh, who's going to win the World Cup?
1: Ireland. Oh, nice. Yeah, I didn't have to think about that one either. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think if they can hold their form, the way that they have sort of grown, uh, that, see, it's them or the French, and I don't know if they'll cross over. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't had a look, but man, the French are just like. You know, like the, you got to. I sort of watch a bit of Six Nations and that, and like like Ireland and France are like dishing the poms and stuff like that. Like, and then when they're the French and the Pom, uh, sorry, and the Irish are playing, it's like the best footy to watch. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, it's been really cool to watch them just sort of because, like, yeah, I remember when France a couple of years ago, they came and did a three game thing against Aussie and they were like here nor there. Mm-hmm. And then now I'm just like, man, like these two teams are going to be unstoppable in the world cup i reckon but for me ireland just young squad couple of older heads mm-hmm. the style of footy they're playing that that game they last time they played japan i was like it was so dominant eh? Yeah. i just was just like it was actually that game that i was like man i reckon these guys might go all the way at the world cup
0: yeah nice um see it just shows a headness, uh potty we've had you know the laughs we've had the banter but you know you know you're rugby and you know you're uh, um stuff to become mere in uh queensland as well so uh, uh thanks. a lot of
1: people ever chat to me and they go and they see me and they're like man some men had you know like crime was missing <laughs> and then I, I have a good chat with them and they actually like ah, oh. britsy actually texted me the other day he's just like man some of the boys just hate playing you and then i have to keep telling them like no you're actually okay off the field like you're not a complete asshole
0: um, yeah, it's uh, well, I think because I'd known you from Sumbles, and then the next time we played in like a friendly or something, I was running water and you weren't even playing and you're just sledging me. Um, and I was like, <laughs> oh, uh, but you know, as a league fan, I was like, man, I feel like I'm um, playing for the WAS. It's uh, a yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 100%. No, I um, that's what it's about, man. I like it. when people sledge me and personal sledges and physical stuff, <laughs> like it's just man, it's so funny, it's yeah. so good. You know and like i've never taken anything to heart off mm-hmm. you know like i just that's like honestly my favorite part of the game like getting in scraps and just the, the banter and the chat and that it's just like you don't get it anywhere else yep. like you do you you have banter like that out in the workforce and that it's like you're fired <laughs> yeah. or like, i'm taking you to hr you yeah. can't touch me there um or yeah. you can't say that
0: it's uh definitely um yeah one of the parts there but it's like you like you said. You don't really take it personally. It's not like an attack on somebody because you you know hate that person or whatever. It's just you know part of the game. Just trying to get under people's skin and just uh, also just you know like you said because a lot of people enjoy that side of the game as well.
1: Yeah, I just man, that's that's what I live for and I, I love.
0: Nice, nice. Uh, well, yes, yeah, so thanks for uh, you know coming on for so long. I know um, these evenings are the only times when I can really do it, but that's when you're busy training. So there's been a lot of uh, times when I haven't been able to catch you. But uh, after speaking to you again, I just know that we've got to make this a more regular thing and I'll bring this stuff down to Hiroshima one day and uh, we can do a live one down there and maybe get Toops on the phone again. That would be awesome.
1: And I'm, I always, every time we have these chats or I go on like a pod and I hang up, I'm just like, man, I speak for so long. And like my missus and that says that they're just like, feel sorry for the people who've got to cut up your podcast because it's got like three hours of just shit chat and they've got to siphon through it and be like, oh man. And then I'm like, who would actually listen to me just not take a breath for an hour? <laughs> but I hope I've been all right this time.
0: No, you've been good. I mean, that's why you've got so much fitness because, you know, you uh, speak for so long without taking a breath that you can just uh, run around um, anaerobic today, systems. Yeah.
1: Just one massive suck in and I go through it. <laughs>
0: but no it's uh yeah i i'm not a professional podcaster i um don't really cut too many the only parts i cut out are things that maybe it's like oh this guy might get arrested if we leave this in or something um or that's the what
1: monster what that's what monster wanted me to say well i know exactly one of the stories you wanted me to say
0: <laughs> um they'll have to be maybe i'll start like a patreon or something and we can do a live show one day with all those stories that can't go out into the world um you know
1: how that? You know how like every girl with a set of honkers and a booty has OnlyFans. Like we should just do like an OS, like just an Only Stories, just yeah. account where you pay ten bucks a month and you just you get it raw. You get like raw stories from professionals and all that, and you know, and it's just because they might tell the stories on the outside, but it's a he said she said kind of thing, yeah. you know. And we'll just charge people through the roof just to get. And same thing, just should be should be able to have question time, just straight up. Is this true? What about this? What was the craziest, dirtiest thing you've ever done? And and they they could just tuck into, because that's what people want to hear.
0: Yeah, nice. Um, I reckon. Yeah, that might be, Um, I think we're onto something. That can be, the. it's like Japan Rugby Weekly After Dark or something and just make after it dark. behind a yeah. paywall. And yeah, I'm sure a lot of yeah. people pay for that.
1: Yeah, some people might want to buy
0: one of my socks or whatever. <laughs> Put it in one of those yeah. special vending machines. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> Yeah,
0: the used undies. I don't know what they are. Yeah, I think they're over in myth. Well, I don't know. Who knows? There's 120 million people here there's <laughs> yeah. gonna be like someone doing I thought something you're
1: gonna say oh i don't know where they are but there is 125 throughout tokyo <laughs> <area>. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, here's the link that shows you exactly where they are and when they're restocked <laughs> <laughs> and i yeah and
1: actually japan weekly actually sponsored yeah. there,
0: so. if you use jrw15 you get 15 off
1: yeah you got half a mitsubishi dynabores but he used skins in there
0: <laughs> oh yeah those are you know, they're surprisingly yeah, but people are
1: paying big money. People are paying big money. Eight thousand yen for some uh, used. Well, that's guys like me buy The hiki komori.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I go out buy them, bring them home, and have a sniff.
0: <laughs> you use them uh, to you know to use. Uh, you buy them to yeah. use them. And yeah.
1: Yeah. I see. I'd use tubes because I know that he's worked hard. Mm, nice. Buy tubes, because he's just worked hard in them. You know. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully, that hard work would rub off on
0: me. Yeah. You know nice. what I mean? It's a. It's kind of poetic. It is very poetic. Yeah. Um, you got you gotta use me <laughs> but nice uh, thanks uh, for coming on um I didn't use this button once <laughs>
1: today to, to, to junior
0: which means uh
1: that's that's a button that does not need to be used when I'm in a room talking that's for sure it's usually shh, man just shut up for a second
0: um so yeah it just shows you know you've had quality all day uh, you haven't been stuttering and um yeah like i said thanks for coming on I'll definitely get you on again and anytime you're up here uh, we'll get you into the the studio in commas. Oh, sorry. What commas? Um, in uh, what I can't even talk in bunny ears. I was gonna say, um, yeah, in, uh, under bunny ears. In inverted yeah, commas. I, reckon,
1: I reckon we should do, we should just do, we should just call it plugged in. Me and you sit down, we'll just ring around people. That's usually what I do when I'm,
0: yeah, yeah. It's nah.
1: bad. Um, I, if I'm having a drink and I wake up and I look at my call list, I'm just like, damn, uh, that's bad. And then like a lot of them are like five-minute conversations. You know, you can see how long you've been on. And it's yeah. like, you no. Know, <laughs> you know, and I've got like a group of dudes I call that always answer that I'm just like, Tim Bennett's is one. Oh, yeah. I ring I ring Monster a lot. My younger brother, I always ring him, give him a godful, Fish, Fisho. Nice. Yeah, so maybe we could sit down and delete a few beers and then um, just call it plugged in and see what we get.
0: It's, uh, yeah, that's uh, definitely on the cards. I think um, I'll bring this. It's a shame that this uh, we had this chat right after my week off, but I would have brought all this down, stuff down last week because I was doing absolutely nothing. Um, but yeah, I'll bring it all down to Hiroshima or whenever you are up here would we'll do that and yeah I no, we, great we play concert.
1: that game and we play that last game and then i think um it's kind of sucks to end our season because like we have a sunday game and then we'll come back to tokyo and we'll have a one o'clock game so we won't get back here till sort of 10 30 11 ish mm-hmm. and um and then the boys have got work the next day oh, well. so like we can't you know it's not sort of like up where you guys where you'd be like no like let's get the team together on a monday like there won't be many people around we'll go to a brewery and do what we need to do. So I'll have to sort of like wait the whole week, and then maybe on the Friday organize something. So, and I was actually thinking about coming up north and catching up with a few degenerates and nice. and everything. So definitely um, have your name and address on one of the cards. Yeah, yeah. No, I could bring I James Moore if you want to do the oh. today junior button. Oh no, he is that button. So <laughs> yeah. we'll see if could, we could see if we could bring him in.
0: <laughs> you yeah, will need a five-hour podcaster. <laughs> uh. <laughs>
1: or it'd be really short because there'd be absolutely no content.
0: <laughs> yeah. I was like oh uh, we got special well, I have to cut out the part that says we got special guest uh, Jimmy Moore on because uh, he wouldn't have talked but.
1: he wouldn't have spoken the, he's here in person like if you wanted to do a visual but we'll just <laughs> yeah. put up a photo of him but he wasn't actually here <laughs> we could get the whole state high crew out there mate you got James Moore myself Willie Tupo Matty Tamar mm. Samu Karevi we oh, nice. could bring in that whole crew and just sort of have a uh, BSHs couch and um Talk about the old days of all those island boys under D Block, it was called, and the uh, mischief they used to get up to
0: under there oh how good huh? yeah well i'm uh, very excited about that we'll have to talk about that um yeah offline and get it sorted so everyone listen to this uh if you've made it an hour and 40 minutes into the potty um, it'll probably be cut down <laughs> a bit but, yeah, yeah.
1: If, you're, if you're not asleep by now there, there, <laughs> could be, there could be something really intriguing coming this way
0: yeah how good for no thanks again uh quirky son um, anything you want to shout at anything you're doing that you know i know you're a big important man in hiroshima but,
1: Um, no nothing No, um, I look after the season I've sort of been uh, sort of working pretty hard at trying to reconnect back in Brizzy and and make my off season not so less busy obviously I went back and did some Reds Academy stuff last time and and was keeping training as well and and a lot of the Reds guys sort of morphed into the Academy while the Wallaby guys were gone so I got to work with them and so it was really good but I'm I'm going back and I'm working for one of the, the schools there in Brisbane Churchy I'm running their 16s and I'm their wrestling coach and doing some stuff for their firsts. I'm going back to help out the academy two times a week and um, I'm actually doing some commentating. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I'm going to look to do some uh, some podcast stuff with some guys as well as uh, – Going to do some stuff around Reds game day, and um, yeah, going to sort of entrench myself into the club rugby scene. And as you know, by this hour and forty plus mm. five for this extra talk, uh, I don't mind having a yarn. So I'm going to sit on a, a few things and try to make tracks that way, and um, just be busy while I'm home and and be with the kids and keep fit, and then come back. And I don't know how much longer I'll be able to. Keep trucking, it's uh, getting harder on the body, and I'm gonna go around again here next year and oh, nice. um, we'll see how it goes from there.
0: Yeah, how good! Oh, it's, uh, so we have to, uh, that means we've got another, at least one more year of a regular feature of Quirky on, uh, which means once a season. If we go <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then towards the end, towards
0: the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, oh, crap, I forgot again. No, but yeah. uh, that's uh, main, yeah, you know, obviously giving back to your community, but also, um, yeah, I guess that can help you probably heaps. So uh, when you do finally uh, decide to, you know, give up the boots, you can pick up the mic probably yeah, and just uh, pick up where I you left so. off there.
1: I hope so. It's got to be radio because the head's as rough as guts. So I see all these beautiful women and beautiful men on stand and stuff. And I just look at that and say, I'd love to do that, but I just know that <laughs> you've me there in the middle. It just doesn't, doesn't add up. It doesn't, doesn't look like it would work. So maybe jump behind the mic and
0: not behind the camera. Well, there's yeah, a reason why I don't do a, a YouTube version of this party as well. So, uh, well, it's mainly- imagine,
1: <laughs> imagine staring at our two heads on the <laughs> mic talk about a horror movie. No, um, you're a good-looking rooster.
0: Yeah. We'll get um yeah uh, well, demonetized every time. Uh-
1: <laughs> just going to have to put the, uh, not that I watch a lot of adult stuff, but, you know, the Japanese blur. I don't
0: know what you're talking about.
1: Even, yeah, me neither, but I'm just, I don't know, I think I've seen it on a billboard or something, oh, just yeah, have to yeah. blur our faces out.
0: I think I like looked it up just to make sure you know I knew what not to look up
1: <laughs> yeah exactly I was the same I don't even know the side it's just uh, my dad told me about one
0: <laughs> I think he told me about it as well <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think he might have
0: but, but no sorry I've uh, said goodbye to you about four times Um, but you know it's just uh, been such a good catch up but yeah thanks again uh, it's been a podcast of uh you know two stories Uh, full credit to Kirky and um yeah Toops was definitely the winner of the day getting a few free coffees out of quirky. Uh, so um, yeah thanks everyone and um, come again next week Thanks for listening to another episode of the JRW Podcast Make sure to rate and share the pod if you enjoy it and don't forget to use code JRW15 at the ANR Pro Checkout for a 15% discount Arigats I'll talk to you next week